The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We're going to find out on Tuesday if City Council's Urban Planning Committee is satisfied enough to agree to a formal arrangement between the city and Prairie Sky Gondola, the backers of the proposed three-stop gondola that would link downtown with Old Strathcona, uh, would link uh, downtown with Old Strathcona with Rossdale in between, have been working with city staff on... That, that didn't come out right. The backers of the proposed three-stop gondola that would link downtown with Old Strathcona, Rossdale in between, have been working with city staff on what would be an addition to uh, Edmonton Transit. Uh, Councillor Scott, McKe- Scott McKean, though, um, a little skeptical, is receiving some concerning emails, he says. Happy to answer emails from really angry constituents over an issue that we hadn't brought forward was a little bit uh, challenging and interesting and I but you know I'm not critical at all of the folks uh, who did bring it forward want to prove out an idea and I I will have an open mind he will have an open mind so as mentioned Tuesday Prairie Sky hopes to secure a formal arrangement that that will see them spend $75,000 to do a preliminary economic and technical assessment of the project to make sure it's worthy to go ahead uh, we're joined right now by Jeffrey Hansen Carlson and one of the brains behind it all hey Jeffrey how are you hardly the brain Wow. Okay. Well, you're the face of it, right? Just having lots of fun with it. You're having lots of fun with it. Well, you oh, know yeah. what? It's it's a fun idea, Jeffrey, but I still think that there's a lot of folks out there wondering, hey, what's this going to cost me? Well, the straight answer to that is we've been very clear out of the gate. We're not asking the city for any money, so it's not going to cost the taxpayer. Uh, it's not going to cost the taxpayer anything. Nothing. 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 Nothing has changed. That has been the message out of the gate. <laughs> you know, though, uh, you know, people hear things like that and then down the road that nothing changes. And I guess I, I, I think some people want something maybe in writing, something concrete to know that, hey, it will never cost me anything. <laughs> you know, in the evolution of this idea, you know, it, it came out the back end of the Edmonton project. It yep. was dropped in our lap. We had business people that, that in the early days of the Edmonton project committed to do an idea and they didn't know what it was. And suddenly we woke up and we had to figure out how to, <laughs> how to develop a gondola project. Yep. And it's been a fascinating exercise because the more research we've done around the world on urban gondola projects, the more we have realized Edmonton is the perfect place to do it. Why is and, it the perfect and, uh, spot? geographically mm. connecting connecting the top of bank top of bank on both sides finally having that pioneering activation in Rossdale getting people down to the river without having to build a parking lot mm. it, it just puts so many check marks and so many boxes over the river valley in Edmonton and and to expand on that a bit all of the projects the 40 projects that we looked at that really fit that really align with this they're privately owned and they're profitable. They're privately and, and owned so and they're profitable. We're, we're, and, and so we're, we're, we're developing this idea very firmly on the basis that it will be privately owned. Okay. At the same time as satisfying a lot of unsatisfied needs yeah. for the downtown core, for Rossdale, for the festivals, restaurants, theaters, and all the rest of it in Old Strathcona. So I know that this idea caught people off guard. Frankly, it caught me off guard, but there's 18 really, really, really smart people working on this. And we've had a lot of 
moments where we look each other in the eye around the boardroom table and think, holy smoke, this really does make sense. So, and, and, and you know what? On Tuesday, it's going to be it's going to be a great opportunity for us to really get the bigger story out and provide Edmontonians with a real thorough update. And, and I just I don't want people to jump to conclusions because this is very real. So tell me about this relationship that you've developed with the city of Edmonton as far as, um, you know, these talks. What is it? Um, is it cordial? How, how is it? How has it been built and how would you describe it right now? I think the dealings we've had with the city, uh, the administration, have been completely awesome. The, the, the people we have worked with, whether it's on the planning side, the Rossdale redevelopment side, and ETS, we have not had anybody raise, raise a red flag or put up a barrier. The attitude I would describe from uh, administration on this project has been a, a very open willingness to, to enable us. This preliminary uh, economic and technical assessment, um, you break that down for, for my listeners, you know, uh, you know, numbers, costs, that sort of thing? Yeah, the preliminary, the phase one of the preliminary economic technical assessment means that we're going to get all of the empirical data we can to get to a go-no-go decision because okay. nobody wants to start pouring millions of dollars into nope. project development if we haven't really got to a go no go decision so at the end of phase one over the course of six or eight months and maybe a hundred thousand bucks or seventy thousand bucks or whatever it is we sit down uh our our team with with our our friends of the city and we say you know what folks we got to a go or we got to a no go Mm -hmm. and if we get to that go decision then we take the next step so so these things are developed in very logical increments you you have been as you mentioned been talking with experts around the world um have they waived any red flags at all about the edmonton proposal no None. No. Okay. No. So, are there any sticking points right now for you? Well, besides getting, you know, you know, to the, this step that you're hoping to hear on Tuesday. Any sticking points? Like, what about land agreements? That sort of stuff. How is that all going to shake down? Yeah, we have uh, on on the land side. We've done a lot of work in the background. We have five station location options. We've narrowed it down to three. One of them uh, needs a bit more work. Uh, it does require participation from the city, but it's not a kind of participation where we're asking for anything for free. Uh, and it's the kind of particip- participation that already aligns with existing neighborhood plans. An example would be in West Rossdale. We okay. know where we want the station down there, and we know it works well with the city's uh, river crossing plan. So we've had those conversations. We've crossed those bridges, but we haven't started talking about, uh, you know, a, a the financial discussion on the land. But in principle, we're there. Okay, Jeffrey, a couple of texts coming in from my listeners. I'm going to ask you the questions, okay? Sure. Uh, who would be liable for staffing, maintenance, and EMS for rescuing those stranded on a stalled gondola? We would, but let me let me give you an example. <laughs> uh, the Portland Aerial Tram in Portland in 2017 was down for a total of 17 minutes. That's 99.9% reliability. Okay. There's no other mode of transportation that comes close to that. So, so we're prepared to take the risk. Okay. Um, this one uh, says they're asking for a huge concession from the city for pathway rights. As such, the city needs to go to a public tender. That's the law. 
I don't understand that question because I don't think we're asking for that unless I'm okay. missing something. All right. Well, you know what? You know it better than I do. So he's talking about pathway rights. Um, you know, uh, you know, they're probably talking about the um, the high level line group. Okay. They're an awesome group, and that's an awesome project. And Edmonton needs that one too. <laughs> you sound. I love the excitement in your voice, Jeffrey. <laughs> well. It's, I do, I do. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, I have fun. It, the timelines on on this, um, as far as you know, if you get the uh, the tip of the hat on Tuesday uh, for this uh, formal arrangement to do this uh, preliminary economic and technical assessment, uh, what are we looking at for time length uh, on that? And when do you think we could get a go ahead or no go? We are, so come Tuesday, if it's favorable and we have a motion that really enables us in the way we, we need to be, uh, we're going to incorporate right away. We have a capital plan in place to get us going on the front end with the, the riskiest money there is in the marketplace. <laughs> uh, so we'll be off to the races on phase one of the PETA. That'll take about six months for us to get to a go-no-go. And we'll go on to phase two with the, well, of the PETA if it is a go. And at the end of phase two, we'll have an institutional quality business plan. And that's what we need to take back to the investors that have expressed interest. Hmm. Then we move into project development where we're actually hiring engineers and architects and, and we're acquiring land and doing all the enabling works. And we'll be spending hundreds of thousands of dollars a month at that point. But all in, A to Z, the earliest we'll have the gondola operational for all of our fans in Edmonton is probably about four years. Four years. Well, we'll be watching it closely, Jeffrey. Thank you for talking with us this afternoon. Anytime. Thank you. You betcha. Jeffrey Hansen Carlson joining us this afternoon. Um, gondola Project. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.